been looking at the fourfold witness, one witness each week. We saw two weeks ago the spirit sure witness of the Son in verse 6, where it says, This is he that came by water and blood, even Jesus Christ, not by water only, but by water and blood. And it is the spirit that beareth witness, because the spirit is truth. Then we saw the spirit sure witness to the saint, first to the son, then to the saint in verse 7 and 8. For there are three that bear record in heaven, the Father, the Word, and the Holy Spirit. These three are one. And so we had the heavenly witness there and the earthly witness. And there are three that bear witness in earth, the Spirit and the water and the blood. And these three agree in one. What more do you want? Well, it's going to give us more tonight. More witnesses, another witness that we have here, the third, the third witness, fourth, the third witness, the, the Father's supreme witness of the Son in verse 9. If we receive the witness of men, the witness of God is greater. For this is the witness of God, which he hath testified of his Son. Let's pray. Thank you, Heavenly Father, that we have these wonderful witnesses that verify the truth of what we believe and who we believe on. We can ask for no greater witness than the witnesses that are drawn to the courtroom here in these verses. Thank you for them and may we rejoice in the surety of our witnesses, the surety of God the Father, the Spirit and the Son. Bless the thoughts to our hearts tonight in Jesus' name. Amen. <clears throat> so, looking at the Father's supreme witness of the Son in verse 9, and we may go further, we'll see. Three truths can be emphasised concerning the witness of this witness of God. It is compared, first of all, in verse 9, the first part, to the witness of man. For if we receive the witness of men, that is if, or since we receive, we receive witness, the witness of men. And in what ways do we regular, regularly receive the witness of men? Now think about it for a moment. I did this morning. Catherine brought something around. I had to sign. sign. <laughs> Witness. And she had to sign. Witness. To transfer money into the account or whatever. And, and this we do regularly. We used to sign checks. I think Brother Dunn still signs checks. I still sign checks, Brother Dunn, so you've got a compatriot. And so does Brother Derek. Let's keep the business alive. Anyway. <laughs> what was that? For now, they're going to get us. <laughs> we'll all die off and then they'll, they won't have anyone. Anyway, they've prolonged it longer. But we, we signed, you know, and with, like, the witnesses in the church, we have to have two signatures in, in checks. And now electronic, you have to have two, two witnesses or more if they want them. But if, since, if, or since we receive the witness of men, so we do regularly, we do in wills. Have you ever... Have you ever signed a will? Yes, most who are here. If you, hey, listen, if you own anything, you should sign a will because <laughs> you don't know, and uh, it could go to the government if you don't don't hang around long. Um, they and they make it hard for people. But uh, <clears throat> eyewitness reports. Have you ever been an eyewitness to an accident? Yeah. So see, yeah, you, you've been a witness. Signature of 
a marriage <laughs> license as a witnesses, usually the the best man and the best woman. What's the best woman? Um, anyway. Matron of Honour. So they, they, they go there and that's all that kerfuffle up the front there when after the ceremony's happened and they've said their vows to get up there and sign your life away. I mean, sign your life. I mean, sign, sign the marriage certificate, that's it. And the, and the one for the government and the one for them. And one for the church, that's it, the big book, the big red book. And so <coughs> witnesses, all these things, affidavits, bank loans, so forth. Our whole society is based on a mutual acceptance of the word of our fellow men. If, it says this, if we receive the witness of men, and we do, what does it say? The witness of God is greater. <laughs> That's logic, isn't it? The, the witness of the supreme God of heaven is greater, surely so. The very character and nature of God makes his witness greater. You know, we've been looking at the attributes of God, you know, the omnipotence of God, the omniscience of God. Well, th these things make God's witness even greater. In <clears throat> first um, chapter of Titus and verse 2, it says, the ho In hope of eternal life, which God, who cannot lie, mm -hmm. promised before the world began. You hear that? That's about our life in Christ. It's based upon the witness of a God who cannot lie. And he said what he said in the Bible. We believe what he said in the Bible. He's not going to lie. It's going to happen. That's what keeps the Jewish nation going. The witness of God. They go back to the Old Testament and say, look, he said. And, and they're right, but they just have to trust the Lord, don't they? The Lord Jesus. But <clears throat> the witness of God is greater. And in the book of Hebrews, as we will go often to that for that witness in chapter 6, and I'll say in the book of Genesis 15, the Abrahamic covenant, God witnessed, and this is what we have here in Hebrews chapter 6, verse 14, first of all, saying, Surely blessing, I will bless thee, and multiplying, I'll multiply thee. Who said that? God said that. In verse 16, for, every, for men verily swear by the greater, you know. We're, we're looking at the greater, not man's witness, but God, the greater one, God's witness. And an oath for confirmation is to them an end of all strife. Wouldn't it be good? If the witness of men, the things they sign. We talked about the marriage. The bride and the groom sign it with witnesses. How many people break that, that they sign? 50%. Over 50%. It is, it's increasing. Over 50% of people break that, that, that they sign. But God doesn't. This is what we have to get. This is the comparison John's making us think about. Um, <clears throat> we're in God willing more abundantly to show unto the heirs of his promise the immutability of his counsel. Immutable means? Non-changing. Non the unchanging of his counsel, the scriptures he's given, confirmed by an oath that by two immutable things in which it was impossible for God to lie, we've already looked at that, God doesn't lie, Titus 1, mm -hmm. we might have a strong consolation 
Have we? Yes, because we've got a greater witness, God himself, who have, who have fled for refuge to lay hold upon the hope that is set before us, the hope of eternal life. And now, it, it, this is going back to Abraham, drawing on that as well. Which hope we have is an anchor to soul, but sure and steadfast, that which has entered into that within the veil. The heavenly tabernacle, the veil, in the, in the mercy seat. Where for forerunner is, for us is entered, even Jesus made a high priest forever after the order of Melchizedek. If only the Jews would read some of these New Testament references, they'd get what it meant. They'd get. This is talking about Jesus. He's the greater witness. He's the testifier to the life that is given us. And, and we can thank the Lord for that. <clears throat> so the implication is there. Um, <clears throat> I put down, I made reference to the witness that's broken by people that signed the marriage covenant. But it's, I checked it out on Google thing. I don't know if it's accurate, but I said, how many wills are contested? How many think, how many do you think wills are contested? You know, they sign it all and dad and mum sign it and grandma and grandpa sign it before they die. How many of those are contested? 50%. <laughs> Just like marriage, 50% of them. I wonder if the same group. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. But it'd be interesting to do a comparison there. But in... <laughs> have, you, have you ever had to do a, a will thing and, and the con contesting? You, you know, if, if you die, and you've got a will written out. If you leave nothing to one of the siblings, then it's easy to challenge the will. So it's advisable to give them something you know, so that they can't ch challenge the will as strongly. But <clears throat> we've been there and we've seen that and we've signed on it. I've got people's wills that have given them to me from the church and I've put a W and it's all in W, will, will. I don't know who, who's, they might have died since, but I, I'm not going to, I was asked to be a, uh, yes, uh, to, to somebody and I said no, <clears throat> because if you do, yeah, if you could do, you sign up to being an executor and you do something amiss, wrong, illegal, then they go for you. But that's not the only reason. I don't want to be tangled up with people and wills and challenges between and driving a wedge between relationships in that way. But how many, how many families are busted up because the witnesses that, even though it was mum, even though it was dad, they challenge what mum and dad said to the will? How many families like that? You know of some, don't you? I know of many that that's happened to. It's real sad that Christians do that. Or so-called Christians do that. <laughs> that Non-Christians, I can understand. Their life is about stuff. Their life insecurity is about things here, not the things above. <clears throat> so the witness of God is greater than the witness of man. And since we receive the witness of man, let's receive the witness of God. Oh, to God that people would, the unsaved people in this world would see that, realise that. And I've been talking to someone just recently for a few hours this week about that in their 70s 
have come to realise that what God has said is true. And it's great to talk to them and they just ask questions. Just ask questions. And they learn so much. Is that so? Is that real? I said, it's in the Bible. That's why it's real. And you can give the greater witness to what, you know, the things of God. With their tongues, the Bible says of unsaved people, Romans 3.13, with their tongues they have used deceit. And so they do. Thirdly, it is concerned with the witness of the Son in this verse back in John. John's Gospel, chapter 5, verse 9. If we receive the witness of man, the witness of God is greater, for this is the witness of God, which he hath testified of his Son. Remember, we've been talking, the heading tonight, the Father's supreme witness of the Son. Now, in what practical ways does God give witness of his Son? We've talked about a few of them, and we've reminded ourselves of those, but in what what ways has he done that? Or did he do that? When he um, spoke at his baptism. Okay. There's a three, the voice from, this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. But let's stretch a little bit further and say, <clears throat> when Jesus came, there was miracles in abundance. Yeah. There was witness after witness after witness after witness. This is of God. Remember Elizabeth was told, that she was going to have a, a child. That's John the Baptist. He had to come to be the forerunner. That's in Luke 1, 7. Most of these are in Luke, Dr. Luke. And he detailed some things that others didn't because of his job and his nature. And he, he, he wrote down these things. Zacharias, that's John's the Baptist's father, a priest. Remember Gabriel, the angel, appeared to him in Luke 1, 11. And told him he'd have a son. And he was past, like Abraham and Sarah, past the, the age of childbearing. And he didn't, well, you know, he started questioning. <laughs> he was sealed up. And then another miracle happened. That when was it John was born, he was unzipped. You know, you're going to be dumb. I mean, dumb. He wasn't able to talk. Witness, witness, witness. And the people in Israel saw this have no excuse for rejecting Jesus because even in the lead up then Gabriel Angel told Mary that she would have a son and I was sharing with the chap on Monday night about, about this and that when Mary visited Elizabeth who was six months pregnant with John what happened to, Mary, to, to Elizabeth the, the baby left in the womb witness these, these miracles happen you know, one after the other, and they're in the scriptures for us. <clears throat> then the angelic announcement to the shepherd. Isn't that a miracle? That doesn't happen every day. You see, all these witnesses. This is why the condemnation and the scattering of Israel happened, because they wouldn't receive the witnesses. What about today? The church has all these things too. People have these things. The Bible is available to anyone who wants to read. And there's witnesses galore. All these. Simeon's revelation. And when he went in the temple, he would see the Lord's Christ before he died. And when he did, he knew it. Now let thy servant depart in peace. He held the child. And who else just after him? Anna came in. Here's another witness of God. 
And she served the Lord faithfully in her widowhood. Luke 2.38. All these are in Luke 1 and 2. Jesus at 12 years old. Another witness. At 12 years old, mum and dad left him. They they thought he was in the crowd. Go back to Nazareth and where was he? (laughs) He was there, as it were, debating, asking questions. He was asking leading questions as a 12-year-old to the learned people in Israel about their law and they were astounded. How does this young man know all these things? Who's his mum and dad? (laughs) They must be good teachers. But this is a witness isn't it? <clears throat> Learned ones asking, he was asking questions of them. At Christ's baptism, as we've, John said, this is my beloved son. Now, we haven't even started with the life of the Lord Jesus and all the testimonies and witnesses that were there, have we? How many miracles, can you remember? How many miracles are there that Jesus performed while he was here 34 that we have and and there may be many more because the books couldn't contain the world it may be other things that are there but these ones are given to us to verify that he was who he said he was and um, <clears throat> this is you know well let's look at a few John's gospel chapter how many miracles in in John Bernie Okay, seven, because he's been, you've been doing those ones. But um, here in John chapter, we'll go to John chapter 3, verse 11 first. We're not necessarily looking at the miracles, but some thoughts of where we're going here, of the testimony of the witness, the greater witness. Chapter 3 and verse 11 of John, it says, Verily, verily I say, Unto thee we speak that which we know, do know and testify to that which we have seen and you receive not our witness. It was the Lord Jesus saying to Nicodemus, I'm testifying of the things that I know, I've seen, I've been there. He's God eternal. He's been with the Father forever. And um, chapter 5 and verse 36, just leading into the thought of miracles, but I have greater witness than that of John for the works which the father hath given me to finish so what were the works that the father gave the son to finish all the miracles the laying down of his life death burial and resurrection give me to finish the same works that I do bear a witness of me that the father has sent me and one of the greatest Probably, well, there's three resurrections, but one of them, Lazarus' resurrection. And Bernie's covered that. Well, <laughs> two. In the, it's a little, he's into that. But there's a, one of the greatest testimonies and greatest witnesses. And people were there. And the Lord waited the extra two days. And, and it brought in more people because more people were down there mourning with Mary and Martha and And they all went out to the grave. They followed him out there and they saw it. They saw it happen. And then what did they want to do after he was raised from the dead to Lazarus? They want to kill him. 
because this is a verifiable witness to the greatness of God and the Messiahship, the deity of the Lord Jesus Christ. And every, every miracle that he did is likewise. The water made to wine, the first. And <clears throat> you've got a list here of the ones in the different, different Gospels. Healing of the nobleman's son. Uh, the, the 154 fish caught, you know, cast the net on the right, on the right side. <laughs> um, <clears throat> the man with an unclean spirit, man healing Simon, Simon mother's, mother's in law, Peter's mother in law, healing the leper, the paralytic, the impotent man, the withered hand, the centurion's servant, the widow's son. Who was around when all these things were happening? People, Jewish people, and probably some non Jewish people. What more do you want? What more does the world want? <clears throat> I know I wrote it down somewhere. <laughs> I can't. When, G when one, and I looked it up and wrote it down, but I haven't, can't put my eye on it now. When one comes who doesn't do all these miracles, him ye will receive. That's the Jewish nation. In the near future, there's going to come one who doesn't do all the miracles. He does a couple. He calls fire down from heaven. We're, we're given that. Him you will receive. Another indictment on the nation of Israel, which we put in the thing we sent to the government mm -hmm. over there. This is going to happen. You're going to make a covenant with hell. You're going to make a covenant with the Antichrist, with the devil incarnate there. He's just down in possessing this man. Yet you won't receive the witness of God which is greater and this guy is only a man <clears throat> yeah possessed and the indictment will be against them and, and that's a, a a real concern for their future because okay the Lord says you're gonna, you, you want to make him to be God you wouldn't receive my son and then it really comes on heavy to the nation of Israel we can't untie that. That's tied, tied with it. What more do you want? You know, <clears throat> call another witness and we could go to another miracle. But not only the miracles, the 34 that Jesus did, none of the ones prior to him being born and up leading to his birth, but there are the witnesses of the miracles of the apostles after that. And there are 20 of them. I counted them up. 20 more miracles that they did in... Um, <clears throat> the apostles in that period. Now, <clears throat> the Jews, the Greeks seek after a... Now, they're after wisdom. The Jews seek a sign. How many signs do you want? That's what Jesus said when they challenged him. How many more do you want? I've done this. And at one point he said, no, you've had enough. You've got enough signs. How many signs? How many witnesses? How many testimonies does the world have to have to believe the gospel? You know how you've shared with them and shared with them and shared with them, family members, and they don't believe. They'd rather believe the lie. We've got relatives that believe Hamas is doing the right thing over there. You think, huh? can't you see how wrong it is? No, because they've been blinded by unbelief. And uh, <clears throat> as it says in the Thessalonians, doesn't it? When Antichrist comes, they will receive the lie. Folk, you, do you sense that we're living in a very deceptive world? 
deception everywhere. In government, lying and, and not blinking at it. In our government, cheating, stealing, every, everything that's going on and they're setting up the world for the Antichrist. It's just the, the devil's at work big time trying to bring this world unstuck and he's going to get a leadership of it. So the witness of God is greater. Believe it. Read about it. Read the Gospels again and again to verify even your faith because, you know, as we looked at it in Hebrews there, it's, it's great. I think it's a good subject, these witnesses here. We, we didn't cover the complete third witness. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll go further into that next time. <clears throat> Let me read this in, in closing the thought. Uh, I see my Lord in the Bible wherever I chance to look. You've heard this one before a few times. I've got it written down when I've read it before. He is the theme of the Bible, the centre and heart of the book. He is the rose of Sharon, the lily fair. Whenever I open the Bible, the Lord of the Bible is there. He is the book's beginning, gave to the earth its form. He is the ark of safety to bear the brunt of the storm. The burning bush of the desert, the budding of Aaron's rod. Whenever I open the Bible, I see the Son of God. The lamb upon Mount Moriah, the ladder from earth to sky, the scarlet cord in the window, the serpent lifted high. The smitten rock in the desert, the shepherd with staff and crook. It's the face of my Lord I discover whenever I open the book. He is the seed of the woman, the saviour virgin born, he is the son of David, whom men rejected to scorn. The Lord of eternal glory, whom John the Apostle saw. <clears throat> the light of the celestial city, the lamp without spot or flaw. The bridegroom coming at midnight, for whom his people look. Yes, whenever I open the Bible, I see my Lord in the book. And so true. <laughs> and the testimony is from cover to cover. And uh, believe it, sad, really sad. So many know about it, but won't believe the testimony. The testimony of God the Father to the Son and the verification of that.